episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Please bear with me for just a second. I'm reconnecting to the studio so that I can see you guys there. Super. Sorry about that. I think I shut myself down. Um, so my fault. I won't put that on Blog Talk Radio tonight. But welcome, welcome. Thank you all for choosing Butterfly Evolution tonight. I'm not sure that Rodney's going to be on with me. That's uh, perfectly okay. He may come in a little bit later. 
as you all know, Rodney is a father now, and he is handling his business um, with that tonight with Miss Nadia. So hopefully he'll be on before we tune out tonight. Hope everyone's doing well. It's a cold, cold Tuesday night in Memphis, bone-chilling cold here. So not sure what your weather is like, but prepare yourselves. Make sure that you keep yourselves warm. I'm excited about tonight's topic, and we're going to get right into it. But before that, I want to give out our housekeeping things. Remember that you can call in 818-691-7406 if you have a comment or a question that you'd like to pose tonight. Please, please, please do so. Uh, Select the number one. We will identify your call by providing the area code and the last four digits of the number that you are calling from. Please be prepared to jump right in with your questions, comments, and again, don't hesitate to share what you your thoughts on this topic. It is it is a much needed topic because we, as believers, um, are always I feel in some type of battle, whether it be spiritual or worldly. And I would just like to sum it all when we when as believers that we're always in a spiritual battle because not we're not supposed to be of the world. Um, And so I think the way we look at this topic going into it is very important. So want to remind you also that the chat line is open. If you are not a registered follower, please do so. It's an easy and simple process. You log on to the blogtalkradio.com backslash butterfly evolution and follow the prompts uh, to register as a follower. You may register using your Facebook or I think any type of social media but you also can create a username and password that kind of keeps you anonymous. So totally up to to you, but please do that and always share the Butterfly Evolution radio show. And the chat line is open. Be patient with me tonight because I'm going to be flipping back and forth, particularly until Rodney is on or if he comes on. Um, I'll kind of be back and forth from Facebook to uh, the chat room, the studio, and so forth. So be patient. If you do have a question and you want to submit it to Facebook, you still can. Um, just send it to me until you know that Rodney is on. And you can certainly use the chat room because I am up and running there as well. Um, before moving forward, Trash Can Baby. Cannot say that enough, uh, particularly, again, with this topic. Uh, we, sh- we have to always be open to change because, Things are changing, people are changing, seasons change. We've talked about all of that on on the on Butterfly Evolution radio show. But we cannot change unless we are willing to grow. Um, I was reading something totally, just totally out of the the norm for me. I was actually looking up something for a friend, and it was about making body butters. And I came across. Um, just kind of the whole process of how butter is made from from the cream that rises to the top of whole milk when and when it's cooled, I think it is. And this cream um, has a fat content, and by agitating that cream, um, the membrane surrounding the fat they're broken, broken up, and this is what allows the molecules to I guess form um you guys I'm sorry you're going to hear me moving because my uh my battery is running down on my computer and I have to plug it up. So but nonetheless I'm going to keep talking here. 
what happens is again when when it's agitated when this this cream is agitated it then allows the cream which was a, originally um liquid it allows it to become solid and i instantly thought about our walk as believers of Christ um and i just thought how how awesome is that when we become solid because i look at us using this example as liquid until we really know who we are in Christ and are able to become solid believers, knowing what we believe, living that life, not just claiming to be, but having a desire to be pleasing to God. So um, that's not a worldly thing to me. It's like you almost have to be um, in the spirit, aware of the spirit, which we rarely hear about, ever, almost, particularly at church. I rarely hear sermons about the Holy Spirit in spite of what the Word says. So I'm good here. I'm connected, so I'm going to check the lines here just to make sure Rodney's not on with us. Okay, so we're good there. Um, so that being said, that was just interesting to me to think about um, how how a how a solid is made from a liquid and how it's made that it's agitated, and so I feel like that we are continuously being agitated. Um, I won't say necessarily by God, but I think the battle is with ourselves because we were created for purpose and we lose sight of that purpose as we grow. Um, I won't say grow. We lose sight of that purpose as we grow in the world. Maybe that's a better way to say that. But as soon as we um, acknowledge that we need to be agitated and accept that agitation, um, it's kind of like one speaker that I hear saying, you know, don't run from situations, from problems. Welcome them because that's how you move forward. That's how you grow and you get to understand yourself better and move forward. So that just wanted to share that um, Again, I was reading up on it, and it has nothing really to do with this show, but to me it just speaks about where your mind has to be initially in order to get and see things like that. And not that I'm any further than anybody else, because I'm telling you, when I'm out of my word, when, like, I didn't get to do any kind of reading today, um, I kind of jumped up and jumped into things, and I could I could tell about two thirty three o'clock I was just ready to just throw everything off my desk. I mean literally, it just it was just something just felt not right. And what I did not do is I did not make my connection. I did not tap into my source. And so sometimes we do that one day, and then another day comes and. It happens again, another day comes and it happens again because life is so busy, the world is so busy, and we are so busy in it. And we will lose sight of what we need to exist. Um, as to relate tonight's topic, faith principles to empower you, me, us for worldly and spiritual battle. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, remind you of our trash can baby. If you have not 
moved your trash can, please, if, if you have and you've not in a long time, move it again because we the mind has to consistent, consistently be trained to rethink because old habits are hard to break no matter what. Old habits are hard to break because we, even in our walk, our belief, most times by the time we truly get it, we have adapted or we have conditioned, our minds have been conditioned, we're on autopilot mode in that thing, in whatever that thing is. And some of us have the same things and some, you know, common things, I will say, um, like when maybe women have some common things that we go through. Maybe men have some common things. However, it's easy to get stuck in there because it's what you know. And it's comfortable for you regardless of the pain. It's almost like we think that the pain to change that thing is more difficult than the pain we have to endure to remain in that pain. And so just think about that for a minute. And that's why so many people stay, they become stuck and they stay stuck because they give up. They lose sight. They lose faith. They lose hope. They operate on cruise control or in cruise control. And you know what that is. You just lock it in and let it go. And so you get to be like a robot in your life. This is what I do. This is, these are my habits. Um, so move your trash can, and every time you return back to the location that you moved it from, stop a minute and reflect, which is something that we don't do a lot. We don't give our our body, our mind time to heal, time to reflect of today's day, of yesterday. Um, not that we stay there, but you have to have time to uh, process in order to prog- progress. So move that trash can. And for our new listeners, um, moving your trash can just means that move it from one location to another, and in doing so, monitor how often you return back to its new location. Or, you know, if you return back to its new location, some people may find I, I have a, a couple, a new couple. Well, we're coming down to the end of their sessions um, in the relationship coaching that I do. And for whatever reason, they did not have much difficulty getting used to the new place, neither of them. So that was interesting. Um, I often thought, and I mentioned this to them, because at the time I asked them to do it, the husband was getting ready to go out of town. And so the wife did it, and they have no children. It's just just the two of them. And so I thought for sure when the husband came back that he would have difficulty because he's been gone. But somehow they were both able to condition their minds to – they went a few times. Now, it'll be interesting this week because this would have been the second week, and I'm scheduled to see them again this week. But they did not have much difficulty Um, as of last week. So move your trash cans, monitor how often you return back to the location that you moved it from. Again, in doing that, um, allow yourself to think about change. 
why am I going to a place that I know I've moved my trash can from? So um, allow that to just help you accept, be accepting of change, of what you need to change. Why? Because sometimes it's because we're on overload. And the couple, the new couple, you know, maybe they are not on overload because they take time to settle down. You know, they don't have kids. They just kind of have each other. So who knows? But let us hear your stories on that. So let me read tonight's description. Faith Principles to Empower You for Worldly and Spiritual Battle. The thief, and this is from John 10 and 10, the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Spiritual battles are real, even though we often can't see our physical attacker. As Christians, we are in a spiritual battle of some sort on a daily basis. The battles are spiritually worldly, and the battle within. It is important to understand that we must be equipped and prepared for the battle at all times. And so what does that mean? One thing I want to pull out here that, again, as believers, the struggle is real. The battle is is real. And for those of you who are on with us tonight, I am sure that you are clearly aware that it seems like once once you get through one obstacle, here comes another. Once you feel like you've conquered something or mastered maybe um, something that you've been struggling with emotionally or feeling, there's another hurdle for you to cross. Um, and I think the one important thing to help us through that is just to remember that that's part of that's part of the job. That's part of it. So it would be like taking on an an accounting position um, or some sort and going in and having to do that but wondering why. So once we sign up, once we make it clear that we have a desire, doesn't mean you're perfect in that desire, doesn't mean you um, do what you should do every day. But the one thing I think is really important to to make note of is to not be so hard on yourself doing your growing pains. Don't focus on the feeling. Don't focus on the outcome. Um, I think one of the greatest things I've heard was do what's right and allow God to handle the consequences. And how awesome it would be if we could do what's right all the time. And just because you don't, it doesn't mean that you don't have a desire to. Because the desire, if it if it continues and if you um, keep that front and center, eventually it's going to start to take over more. You'll find yourself doing less and less of the things that you want to do. And those things that you're doing that still of the flesh, um, still of the world, they will start to annoy you more and more and more if your desire remains. 
So tonight's topic, Faith Principles to Empower You Worldly and Spiritually. Um, This came about, I was reading in uh, my, I don't have them in front of me, but uh, my little daily reads. And one of them is really popular. If I had it with me, you would probably know what it is. But I was um, reading in it, and it sent me to Thessalonians. And I have the Spiritual Warfare Bible. And in that Bible, it it has sharpening uh, stories um, or kind of exercises. And one of them talked about how we are as Christians, as believers, again, always facing, or seemingly always facing some type of battle. Um, and, it, and it struck me because, again, I, 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 I can agree. It feels the same. Not that, um, not that you allow the battles to overcome you. It's just that at some point you, get, you learn to expect them kind of. What next? You realize, oh, okay, okay, really, what next? Um, let's get through this one as well. And that just become that comes with growth. That comes with staying in your word and growth. And so there are five things that I'm gonna go over tonight before we get off. Um or periodically we'll go through them kind of one at one at a time. But I, I also came across a spiritual warfare battle matrix and it separates it it, it separates our enemy, um, or should I say it compares the enemy and the father, meaning where we are, um, the dark forces of this world, who's ruling, how can we tell? Um, and if I had to answer that question just based on uh, this particular matrix, I would say darkness is ruling. And I want to go over these, and I want some. And it doesn't mean that darkness will rule, so don't misunderstand me. But if we think about uh, the physical, or think about how we are, just just think about. Let's think about people today. Um, Self-interest versus love, prejudice versus neighborly love, even brotherly and and family love, Christ-like love. Like it's difficult for family to love family. Like the only time you're going to mostly get family together is at a funeral. And then it's it's not kosher. It's just we're here not really for the dead, but for for us, so to speak, for each other to be seen or whatever. So think about... um, that alone, self-interest, love, prejudice versus neighborly, brotherly, Christ-like love, the isolation that people feel and that are going through, the oppression, um, diseases and death, um, the amount of rebellion, violence, and wickedness. So those are the things that's physical, temporal, now, on the flip side, if light was ruling, if if we were desiring God more or if more people were, um, there would be that love. There would be truth, more peace in the world. Um, we would see tr- treat, the, 
our fruit, more fruit will be produced by those who say they have that desire. Um, there will be more faith, uh, light, public worship. We've take we've we've allowed schools to to take out prayer in schools. We are too quiet, and that's why. If I had to answer that question. I would say the darkness is is ruling, not that darkness will rule in the end for sure. But some of the dark side, I'm going to read the character. Dark, fallen light, devouring, deceptive, decis- I'm sorry, decisiveness, uh, division. The mission is to dethrone God, to destroy all creation, to deceive the world, and if possible, the elect. And so think about what's going on. Even with our battles, a lot of the battles that we go through, of course, it, yes, it is to come through, it is to help us grow um, in Christ, but it also is to destroy us, is to take away that desire, to take away the faith principles that are needed, not just for the spiritual battle, but the worldly battle, because although we are not of this world, we have to live in it. We have to exist. We have to go out for those who, who go out in the in the public to work. I hear stories after stories about people, including my own. Like, I, I dread um, going back into the workforce on, in the, on the corporate level. Like, I would rather, and I've, those who know me, I would literally rather stop cans than deal with the politics and the evilness, the selfishness in the workforce. And that it's allowed, it's accepted and it's allowed. Why? Because the people of God, the people who are supposed to be the salt, the light, who are to carry the truth and have that love, not that gullible love, but that that boldness, we're too quiet, and you you are so outnumbered. You seem like it seems like you're so outnumbered to the point it leaves you like like I'd rather um, I'd rather just go through hell here, suffer kind of at home and do without some things than to be a part of this. But nothing is going to change unless we realize that. No, we don't have to be a part of it, but no, we don't have to accept it either. So what do we do during those times? And I think so often we forget to read our word, which is one of the first ones. Um, Focus your attention on Christ. His blood is the most powerful protection in the universe, it reads. Moreover, Jesus Christ came and shed his very blood because he loves me, you. Confess the fact that he loves us and repeat the following prayer. And I fell in love. This prayer is actually um, kind of what made me go on to read all of this lesson. Um, but it's, Lord, I cover my mind, my emotions, my body, my soul, and my spirit with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And that's Revelation 12 and 11. And I'll be honest with you guys, like I've kind of... And I'm going to do that this year, I think, before the end of the year. But Revelation is one of those I just kind of jump in and jump out. Like, I really don't study it. And that's that's my own, um, it's just me, just my own craziness. And it has to do, which which is, 
it has to do with the things I've heard about Revelation. And so let that be an example of how we, um, we talked about the Hambone story on here where it was just a tradition um, to cut off the Hambone because this is what, you know, one mother, one daughter seen from a mother, a mother saw from a mother, and at the end of the story, it started because one mother just never had a pot or a pan big enough to put a entire ham in. And so we just we, we take on these things and we make them real or we make them our own reality. So this prayer again, and you can just go to Revelation 12 and 11, and mine again, my Bible is a spiritual warfare Bible, so it may read a bit different. But, Lord, I cover my mind, my emotions, my body, my soul, and my spirit with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. So if you're listening, write that down. Write it down. Put it on a sticky note. I have sticky notes in my bathroom mirror, on my bathroom mirror, and a few other places around, and I used to have lots more. Um, but in, in my war room, they're everywhere, like they're everywhere. And so for me, and I know there's some days I still feel like I'm losing my mind, like, in spite of. So it is not um, a cure-all. It doesn't mean that you are not going to feel some things, go through some things, but certainly if we do not prepare, if we do not empower ourselves for battle, we will feel like we're losing our mind. We will get caught up in this world. So again, Lord, I cover my mind, my emotions, my body, my soul, and my spirit with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's number one. So you get up and you claim whatever it is. You put it on the cross as you take up your cross. And remember, we take up our cross and follow him daily. It doesn't mean that there's nothing on the cross. It doesn't mean that your cross is spotless. It just means that you're taking that and whatever comes with that, but your desire is to follow Jesus. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use Jesus tonight. I mean, we we try to we try to be respectful, but but I just have to bring it like it is for me. So if that offends anybody, I'm sorry. Wrong show. No lost love for you, but it's real to me. Um, number two, allow the Holy Spirit to have His way with you. We don't change. Listen to me, people. We don't change unless unless we have a change of heart that is produced by the Holy Spirit first. And you got to desire that change because that that's the kind of change that changes everything about you. It makes you foreign to yourself. It makes you wonder, what is going on, who am I, and what is happening here? I saw came across something today that I want to share with you guys. So I'm gonna stop right there for a minute on number two, and um, and it was labeled or titled "Shifting." As you are shifting, you will begin to realize that you are not the same person you used to be. The things you used to tolerate have become intolerable. 
When you once remained quiet, you are now speaking your truth. Where you once battled and argued, you are now choosing to remain silent. You are beginning to understand the value of your voice. And there are some situations that no longer deserve your time, energy, or your focus. And that to me, when I read that, my response was that to that was sums it all up for me. If you no longer get me, like me, support me, or understand me, this I pray will help you. I made and continue to make the shift. We have to shift. And in that shift, we change. But also in that shift, if the shift is about God, if the shift is about growing, if the shift is about glorifying not yourself, but the kingdom and the word, then you have to change. You cannot remain the same. Because the battle, we, we, we put so much of our battles on um, people, on our feelings, and that's why I like this Revelation 12 and 11. Uh, it covers it all. Cover my mind. The Bible tells us to re- we got to renew our mind, my emotions. And oftentimes we, re- we put more emphasis on feelings than emotions. But keep in mind, if there is a feeling, if you are feeling some kind of way about something, there is an emotion already attached that allows that feeling to come. So back to Revelation 12 and 11, Lord, I cover my mind, my emotions, not not just feelings, my body, my soul, and my spirit. With the precious blood of Jesus Christ And so going back to number two Allow the Holy Spirit to have his way with you Pray throughout the day Let the Holy Spirit show you negative attitudes Habits Feelings And behavior that need to be changed The Holy Spirit is God's power Given in order for you, for us, for me to become like Jesus Christ. That's faith principles to empower you. See, we can't fight the battle in our flesh, in our ego. Well, we can't conquer. We can fight the battle. But what I think will happen is we'll find that we're continuously (laughs) fighting and not conquering the battle because there should be some it doesn't mean that when you're going through that you can't, you can't, some days, why me, Lord? Some days that you don't feel it hard, but there should be more days of peace, of I don't understand God, but I trust you. I heard Steve Harvey say today, um, and I do watch Steve Harvey. I'm a fan of Steve Harvey's. I became a fan after he started this particular talk show, Um And I'm saying that because I know some people are really hard on Steve Um, But that's a whole other show But I I happen to like him and I have respect for him And and, um, that's just where we are now And and I think one of the reasons people don't or claim not to like him Is because the most I've heard is, you know, he doesn't know anything about relationships (coughs) Excuse me, you guys 
but he's been through several. I mean, we all know something about something. We all do. We live, we live the very same thing that Steve told us. You could have told your story. He told his story based on his perception of his reality. And a lot of those things dealing in relationship, some of the things are just common. They're just common. Why? Because we're in a fallen world. We are in darkness. We are deceptive people. We are rebellious. We are self-destructive to ourselves. We create division. We allow it. We have self-interest. So, yes, a lot of our stories are going to be the same. And so, so many people were able to connect with him because he shared a common story about relationships. So give Steve some slack. But I I heard him say today when the unimaginable happens, that his mom told him this, that it's usually God. And I think he said his mom. I'm pretty sure that God is in there somewhere. And not that God is, you know, not in all of it, but just think about a time in your life when you had to sit back and think, and think, what? how did I get here? What happened? Where did I miss my turn? This is just unimaginable to me. If you've had one of those moments, then you know what Steve is talking about and why it registered to my spirit. So um, for number two, it was allow the Holy Spirit to have his way with you. Um, pray throughout the day. And that's something... A lot of this we we know because for most of us, if we're at a point um, where we are desiring God now and and doing what you know, trying to follow Christ, we were we heard this somewhere along the way as we grew up, especially for my age group, and I'm I'm 50, so I remember being a young girl hearing about at that time it was the Holy Ghost. And I remember a few years ago, um, I was told that people, or I read it or something, we did some searching on it, where they stopped using Holy Ghost because it was scaring people off. And then the Holy Spirit, the same thing, that people are kind of frightened about it. I don't think we're so frightened about it. I think that we're frightened of, we're frightened by what it does to you individually. Because it is that guide. It's going to show you your negative attitude. It's going to show you your habits, your unproductive habits. It's going to show you those feelings that you are getting caught up in. It's going to show you the behavior that needs to be changed. It's going to be your guide. And because we are self interested we have self interest more than for ourselves than the word of God that we even um hinder the Holy Spirit. So number three, immense yourself in scriptures. And I mentioned that today that I didn't and I still haven't. I didn't get in my in my word today. Like I did not do what I usually do. Um and I'll, I'll admit, I've been slacking. Like, I've been slacking to where I would spend hours, hours. And I mean, like, I would enjoy it. 
and feel like I would feel like I could go out and it's raining and it wouldn't even matter. Like you're just not on edge. You just kind of accept life in the day because you know who's over it all and that you're on that same team. So it's this peace. It's this piece about being on the winning team when you know that you know that you know. So immense yourself in Scripture. The Bible is written, is the written word of God. The word of God is a living thing that works in us even when we may not understand or comprehend fully what we are reading. That is so true. And that's John 8 and 31. I found that as I grow and I move, forward, a little bit backwards, side, whatever it is. I Proverbs, for example, that's, Proverbs is something that I've read over and over and over and over again. I'll get to places in Proverbs and I will feel right, stupid, crazy, and some more because something jumps off the page that I feel I've never read. I've not seen this. This is what I'm thinking to myself, but I know I have because I have the same Bible that I've had for many, many years. So nothing has changed. It's just that the more we grow, the more faith principles we put on by focusing on Jesus, which was number one, allowing the Holy Spirit to have his way with us, and immersing ourselves in the word, we change. Our spiritual eyes change, our senses change, our compassion, our humility, all those things change. Even the boldness, wherever you are lacking or whatever you are lacking in, you gain. And the things that are over the top, they start to simmer down. And so that in itself can cause friction. I'll go back to the butter. You're being agitated so that you can be made solid and get out of being liquid. So we have to change. There is no way you can knock at that door, no way that you can seek God and not change. And in that changing, your faith has to grow because in changing there is trials, there's tribulations, there's there's testing, um, all of that. And so you have to study. And you have to put action to your words. There is no way around it. I often wonder, and for me especially, I used to um, talk about the, and I, I forget what scripture, this, what verse this is, but it's, it's when the disciples woke Jesus up to tell him that, uh, you know, you got to do something. We're going to, we're going to drown out here. And I often thought how after all that was said and done, after all that they had seen, would I have thought, if that were me, at this time in my life right now, um, and I try to use this when I'm really going through, because God has showed himself in my life, I mean, in so many ways. So how dare I focus on the things that I want it to be different than the, because they my good so outweigh my bad. So I often wonder, would I have had the need to wake Jesus up and say, what are you going to do about this? And I've 
equated that to um and 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 put just just visualize this for a minute if Jesus knocked on your door and said I need a place and if you knew without a doubt that this is who this was I need a place to sleep tonight after you got over the shock the night went on everybody's resting and someone was breaking in your house that particular night, would you feel the need to wake up and wake Jesus and say, somebody's breaking into my house? And it it just totally put my perspective in a different way. Now, does that mean that we don't have to have discernment and we, and we should use uh, that discernment? Absolutely not. does not mean that. But, but what it should do is just allow you to first ask the question, how do I really see Jesus? How much power do I see Jesus having? How much faith principles do I have in me that empowers me for that spiritual battle? And let's not even talk about the world because, again, we know what the world is about. Because the word tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So some of the people that you think you are fighting, you're not even fighting them. You're, You're fighting a spiritual battle within them. And that's why we have to offer grace for that because we want that grace back on us. So the faith principles to empower you has to be from the word. You cannot do it on your own. You cannot love people. You can't even like people today on your own. And I'm talking about people that you love, that you should love just based on who they are. So, again, we're talking about faith principles to empower you for worldly and spiritual battle. We've had some people jump in, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to I'm going to read again our our description or episode info, and then I'm going to quickly give give out one, two, three, and then we're going to move to four and five, and discuss a few more things, and then I'll get ready to bring it to a close. I am really fascinated by this topic because it talks about the battle, and so what I'll probably do is do our last show. Um, which will probably be next Tuesday, next week, do the last show on it and close out for um, the year. I am getting ready to uh, do a 21, and it's not too late for those of you who are listening, I'm getting ready to do a 21-day um, Heal Thyself journey with, with, and it's not about healing sickness, it's about total healness, complete mental, spiritual uh, yes, eating better, all of that um, with a group of ladies. And so we'll be doing that together. Some are local and some are away. And I'm going to share that book with you and share the person that you can contact to do it with. But last show, that being said, the last show will likely be uh, next Tuesday unless I'm just led to do to do it throughout the end of, end of the year. And if so, then I'll be back. Um, so just continue to check. But just for uh, the people that are just coming in, tonight's topic, Faith Principles to Empower You 
for worldly and spiritual battles. We started with John 10.10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, that we might have life, people, and that they, we, might have it more abundantly. So regardless of the battles, you guys, and I have to say this, I'm going to complete the reading of it, but regardless of the battles, and that goes back to how do we see Jesus? How do we see God? What power do we know or acknowledge they have or that is there in spite of the battle? Do we expect the battle and we trust that we don't have to wake anybody up to say, where are you? Do we trust that? So spiritual battles are real, even though we often can't see our physical attacker. As Christians, we are in spiritual battle of some sort on a daily basis. The battles are spiritually, worldly, and the battle within. It is important to understand that we must be equipped and prepared for the battle at all times. And so what we're talking about is how do we set up or how do we get those faith principles and keep them? How do we remain um, empowered so that we can endure, that we can continue on, that we can continue living through these battles, that we don't lose sight and we don't lose ourselves. Um, and the first one, focus your attention on Jesus Christ. The second one, and you can go to Revelation 12 and 11, but the prayer to start the day with, and I ask that if you hear this, write it down or go to, go to Revelation 12 and 11. But when you're before your feet, Hit the ground. Say this. You know, when you open your eyes and you thank God for another day and allow, asking him to allow you to be a blessing and to be an example, to bring glory to his kingdom, his word. Say the Lord's Prayer, but add this to it. Lord, I cover my mind, my emotions, my body, my soul, and my spirit with the precious blood of Jesus Christ I'll read that one more time For you newcomers Lord I cover my mind My emotions My body My soul And my spirit With the precious blood Of Jesus Christ The second one Allow the Holy Spirit To have his way With you Pray throughout the day And people Prayer is Prayer is just conversation You can have prayer in your car while you're driving. Prayer comes through a song. You can, don't don't let people choose for you what prayer is for you or what will do it for you or what should be doing it for you. I have learned this year to take my mouth off of people. I'm learning, let me say that, I am learning to take my mouth off of people. Some things seem so crazy to me, but who am I to say? Who am I to say? And there are some things I think we probably just call them as as they are. But sometimes if it doesn't make sense to you, it doesn't mean that somebody didn't get something from it. So allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. That's why it says, my mind, Lord, I cover my mind, 
my emotions, my body, because my mind is different from yours. My emotions are different from yours. My body is different from yours. My soul and my spirit has different, has the things that are on it is maybe different from what. Now, yeah, we might have some common things, but what I'm saying is you do you in this walk. Because until you do you in this walk, you won't know what part of your ego, your negative attitudes, all of that needs to go away for you to serve your purpose for the kingdom. Because some of the things you went through might not have been anything, had nothing to do with you. It's about you being in front of someone else that can hear your come-through story, your comeback, and giving all that glory to God. Because I might go through it and not get through it in a way that you did, and I couldn't tell the story the same because maybe I just went through. Maybe I didn't grow through. I just I just did what I needed to get through this one, God. This one ain't for me. I got through it. I got a little bit more faith to take me to the next phase. So learn to understand who you are and your walk. Number three was immense yourself in Scripture. There's That one's clear as, clear as day. Immense yourself in the Word of God. Because as you grow spiritually, um, you receive more spiritually. When you're in your word, things make more sense. Like you you may be moved, but you're not. Because I've learned, um, and again, you guys, I I know that I have so far to go. But there are some things like, some of the things I used to react to, um, get involved in, like I people can can I had a situation just this well last week was Thanksgiving just last week where I would ask a question but you know people you can ask a question but people will come back and tell you what really they want to tell you or wanted you to know they try to play this, this these word games these tricks on you. And I don't get caught up. I'm not asking any more than unless I'm led to by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit, unless I'm led to, I don't ask you about your business. I don't ask you to explain or I'm not going to get caught up in because you say a little bit of this because you want me to ask a lot more of this. No. we got to learn to speak our truth and to ask for what we need. Because that's pride. So we got to let go, speak up, speak out. So I guess the way to say that is I don't play word games anymore. I don't get caught up. It takes a lot for me to be disturbed. It take, Truly, it takes a lot. It doesn't mean I don't see, I don't feel. I've just learned not to react. And that goes back to what I read about the shifting. I realized that I'm not the same person. What I used to tolerate has become intolerable. When I once remained quiet, 
aware I once remained quiet, I now speak my truth. And I'm growing there. Now, that's a really shaky area for me. Because I used to be that one where I just kind of said nothing. And I just let people do what they do. So now I'm having to have some discernment in that. And and I'm telling you, it's like if you pray for patience, you've heard that. So if you pray for it, you're going to get behind the, the grandma in the morning when you're already late for work. She's going to be a grandma with a dog in her lap, cigarette in the left hand, driving with the right. Looking for the phone. I mean, seriously, it's going to be just that bad. I feel like I'm constantly put in situations to see if I'm going to react, tolerate, remain quiet, or speak my truth in a respectful way. And, again, I don't always get it. Um, Where I used to battle and argue, I now choose to be silent. So it's discernment. And the word, reading that word helps in that area. It helps you grow. So number four, command the devil and demon powers in the name of Jesus Christ to go away and leave you alone. Now, people will hear that and they think, what in the world is she talking about? But if, if there is no need to listen to this show any further, if you don't understand and believe that we wrestle and that's why in the, in the description, spiritual battles are real, even though we often can't see our physical attacker. But we are fighting against the rulers of darkness. I talked about earlier, light, the dark forces of this world versus the light, the living church, the living God, the living world, where that light should be. So we we are fighting. Our battles are with the rulers of the darkness of this world. And so the word of God, the name in the name of Jesus Christ, we have the authority to command. And another way to help in that area, and I don't know if this if we got into it in this study, um You've heard obedience is better than sacrifice. And that is a tough lesson to learn. Because so often we get caught up in our sacrifices. But if we really think about it and if you really assess your sacrifices, most times the sacrifices are about you or us. They're not always about God. And I, I, I'm, I used to hear that and believe it to a degree, but it's, it's a different, it's, it's, like, it's like knowing someone and knowing someone. Like we know Michael Jordan, but we don't know Michael Jordan, you know. We know Michael Jackson, but we don't know Michael Jackson. So it's, it's the same difference, the same difference. So we have the power to command the devil and demon powers in the name of Jesus Christ to go away and to leave us alone. Make it clear that you, that we intend to follow Jesus Christ no matter what. Above all, do not argue with the enemy and entertain his thoughts because you cannot beat him that way. And this is coming from James 4 and 7. 
We have to use the word. What did Jesus do when he was off being tempted? What did Jesus do? He knew the word. For every every um, gift or offer, I should say, he came back with not a sacrifice, but the word that um, allowed him to be obedient, to not lust after the things that were being offered because he wasn't caught up in the world. And we that's one of our problems. We are so caught up that we don't think about faith principles that will empower us for the battle because we are part of the battle. We're right up in that darkness. We look just like everybody else. We act like everybody else. We're selfish like everybody else. Number five, and I think this is really, really important, and I feel it's an area that we are failing tremendously in. Hang on. This is number five. Hang on to other Christians. The Christian walk is not a solo performance. You will need other people in the Christian fellowship to support you and edify your faith. And this is out of Thessalonians, First Thessalonians 1. Um, we have become so disconnected and so distracted, easily distracted. I am amazed at how this election and the elections prior these have kept us consumed. Not that we should not be interested, but I see people that will sit and watch this all day, so much so to I I have to, I have to just kind of agitate them, and I say, no, Trump is a smart man. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and who to say it about to keep you people on your couch complaining and doing Nothing. Nothing. Not even praying. Because we can't win the battle. There is nothing we can do about that situation. You can vote all day long. Yes, I voted. Yes, I did. But if, and I'm not going to get else into that. But if you sit down, people, and you think about the fact that Trump was, the minute I found out he was running for president, I said, he will get it. He will be our next president. Why? Because why in the world would someone be able to even run for president with that record? I can't go get a CEO position at Amazon, they will tell me you don't meet the qualifications. So why? So you tell me how much control do we have? And if we have it, it better be in praying. It better be in praying. I used to do 
or attempt to do. I was doing it um, to try to get women to come together once a month here at my house. I would cook, supply the food, just come. And this was during a time I'm not working. It was just that important to me to have fellowship, to talk, to discuss. It was pure hell. It was like pulling teeth to get people on one accord to come and want to do it. I never had that much trouble getting people to go to the club with me. Never. They would make a way. Never. So, and that's okay. That's okay. But even that is a part of the shift because that's, it, you have to understand as you shift and if you continue to shift, and you continue to grow, you're going to, just like you lose parts of yourself, there are people that you will lose because they were connected and familiar with that part of you. And once that part leaves, there's no more connection. So you have to be willing to grow and let people go. You have to be willing to grow and let things go. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to take over and show you yourself first. And then you see and accept your good, bad, and ugly. I don't even think faith principles will come until you have seen yourself. And you recognize that you're no different. No different. I was in a church uh, speaking and I believe it was this year, because I was also there last year, but I believe it was this year that I said, I am, and for, for, you, for you all who, I'm in Memphis, and so we have this little strip called Lamar, um, and there's a, there's a lot of prostituting that goes on there. And when you get to a point, and, and it doesn't mean that you're saying that you're, you're prostituted or you this and that. But when you see that while you might not have the Lamar issue, you have an issue. And just like the Lamar issue just might, just might keep somebody from seeing the kingdom, your issue just might keep you from seeing the kingdom. My issue just might keep me from seeing the kingdom. So what I said was I am no different and no better just because I'm up here before you guys than the prostitute on Lamar. No better. No better. And some people won't understand that. But that's because you have not quite let go of your own self-interest. Because, see, if you don't get that, let me, let, me, let me paint this picture. You could be one step away from Lamar if your child was hungry enough. One step. You could be one step away from Lamar if somebody slipped something in your drink and you lost every bit of control, you could be one step away from Lamar if somebody hurt you so bad and you lost it. 
So that's what this is about. As I work to bring it to a close, the phone lines are open. I will briefly um, go over these five items again um, so that if you wanted to jot them down, you can, but you also can go back and listen to the show and go from there. Um, But no matter what, um, think about your battles. Think about are you equipped to fight these battles? What is what does that look like? How do you prepare? How do you get those faith principles and make them part of your everyday? Because I'm telling you, John ten ten is alive. The thief cometh to steal, kill, and to destroy you. Everything you love, everybody you love, your family, you. The thief looks for the cracks. But the twist in that, the alternative, I come, I am come, that you might have a life and that you might have it more abundantly. And then the word tells us how how that happens. We have responsibility in that doesn't take away the battle. It just means that you are equipped for the battle. You have on the whole armor of God. And you are practicing these faith principles. Number one, focus your attention on Jesus Christ. Read Revelation 12 and 11. Cite the Lord's Prayer daily, all throughout the day. That's a prayer in itself. I don't worry about people saying it's a start of the day prayer. No, it's a prayer. It says when you don't know what to pray. And most times I don't. You know why? Because I have no control. I realize that I have no control over this life that I call my life. It's it's my life, but I don't know what tomorrow brings, and it's my life. No. So sometimes the things I pray for are not the things that I need to pray for because I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know what I'm going to face in the morning. I don't know what I'm going to face when I get off this show. So the prayer again, for those of you who may have wrote it down, Lord, I cover my mind, my emotions, my body, my soul, and my spirit with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Add that to your morning prayer, your noonday prayer, add it. Number two, allow the Holy Spirit to have his way with you. One of the greatest chapters for me about the Holy Spirit is Romans. Romans is one of my favorite books. And I may go there for the for the end just to validate that the dark forces are ruling. Again, it's important that I say it doesn't mean that they will rule. It just means that, in my opinion, we are allowing it. We're not praying. We our focus and our attention is not on Jesus Christ. It's on ourselves on ourselves, on our egos, on our flesh, 
on glorifying self, on gaining anything that the world says makes you valuable. That's our focus. So number two, allow the Holy Spirit to have his way with you. And that goes back to Romans. For me, and that's just I'm throwing that out there as another um, avenue to kind of read up about it. Because, again, we don't hear much about the Holy Spirit, although Jesus clearly said, I'm going. But the Holy Spirit was sent to guide us, to teach us. Yet we we talk so little about it taking control over us or allowing it to take control over us. So the book of Romans um, and Ephesians as well is another one. Number three, immerse yourself in Scripture. Just read your word. Stay connected. Stay connected. There is the more you grow, your hunger for the word will grow. It's like it becomes like food. Drink It becomes water We have to have water To live We have to have food to live Number four Command the devil and the demon powers In the name of Jesus To go away And as I said If that If that number four bothers you The battle is already lost You don't know what battle is. You don't understand what battle means if you don't understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but the rulers of darkness. And sometimes our attacker, we can't even see. We don't see most times. Even even the attacker before us that we see in the flesh is not the attacker. We have to focus on Jesus. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to change us. We have to read our word. And we have to be so comfortable in that word till we have the guts to say, Devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. You have to know what that means. We have to have other believers, other Christians in our lives to do this. You cannot walk alone. You should not walk alone. And as I said, you know, it's 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 a sad thing. It's it's sad but it's not. Like going back to trying to get time after time, trying to get women just just enough to have it. Um to come over and fellowship together. Um, you mean like, I'm cooking. I'm doing it free. You don't bring anything. Just bring your Bible. I have the Bible study already set up. We're going to chit-chat. We're going to have fellowship. It was so difficult until I just stopped. But when I reflect, it was not difficult getting anybody to go to the club with me. Is anything wrong going to the club? That's not what I'm saying. Because every now and then I still go shake a leg. But what I'm saying is that cannot be my focus. That cannot be my weekend thing. That cannot be what I'm looking forward to every week. Like the thought of fellowship and Bible study should, it should just be 
It should make my heart happy, excited that I get to go and talk about this week, this life, this world, these battles. I get to fellowship. I get to support. I get to be supported. I get to edify somebody's walk. I get to talk about Jesus and the word. So that being said, you guys, um, faith principles to empower you for the world and spiritual battle. It's about you. It's not about anybody else. It's about you. I hope that you've heard something, that you have some takeaways from this. Um, I hope that you wrote the the prayer down, the daily prayer. Um, If you did not, go back and listen to this show in in its entirety. Share it. But you have to... um, You have to implement your principles. You have to know them. You have to be prepared. You need a plan for these battles. You need scriptures that you know. Not that you got to go look up, that you know. You need to have your spiritual eyes, your spiritual ears, your spiritual heart. You need to become bold. And it, in order to be bold, my opinion, you got to know your stuff. Don't come to me with boldness and I can teach you what you claim to be a professor in. So if we're going to be bold disciples and believers, let's, let's, let's know who we believe in. Let's know the word. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Those are the faith principles to enable you. And there are more. And based on your walk and where you are and where you're going, add to that list. Share them with someone. You be that Christian for someone. You be that believer for someone. You support someone. But whatever you do, know what your faith principles are. What are your main ones? What are your scriptures that get you out of battle? What are scriptures that get you out of yourself, that keep you from running back to your flesh, to your ego? What are they for you? Know them. Keep them close. Speak them. Live them. And be empowered. With that being said, um, I'm going to check the phone lines here. If you have any questions or comments, this is your time to get them in as I work to bring the show to a close. Um, Hello, Sammy. Hi, Rodney. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Sorry I joined on so late. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. I'm actually getting ready to to close it down here, though. Um, I don't know how long you've been on because I've just kind of been not monitoring it, but... um, um, it's been a great only, show. Only a only a couple of minutes. I'm gonna go back and listen to the uh, to the archive show. But hello to everyone out there. Sorry for my absence <laughs> and my tardiness. Okay. Okay. Well, great. Is everything okay with Nadia? Oh yeah, she's good. She she's sleeping peacefully. I tried to um, put her down a little while ago, and 
she started waking up, and so I didn't want her to uh, <laughs> start fussing. <laughs> so okay. I uh, okay, waited well, a little bit longer, but <laughs> she's good. Good, good. Well, we've had a great show. Like I said, it got to get through. It was a very quiet but kind of serene and peaceful, just just a delicate topic, uh, one that I've enjoyed. And I shared with him that um, I think – We'll do a part two to this and just do it, go a little bit deeper next Tuesday, um, which will possibly, possibly be the last show um, unless led differently and just to kind of simmer down for the for the remainder of the year. And um, I'm going to be doing a 21-day, starting actually tomorrow, a 21-day um, Heal Thyself and as I shared, it's not anything dealing with just the physical. Um, it's about total, you know, mind, body, spirit, soul, everything um, with a group of ladies. Uh, so just depends, okay. depends on how. Um, and with that, of course, no TV, which is not so difficult for me because I don't do a lot anyway. But no TV, <laughs> um, no social media unless. It's for business and that kind of thing. So I'm going to be limited in many areas, and I'm I'm super super excited about that. Um, but we start in the morning at 3 a.m. with with our prayer call, and and uh, there's actually a book that goes along with it. So I'm excited about that, and excited to have other ladies, other women who are committed to doing it as well. So, um, but even even Absolutely. so, definitely beyond next Tuesday. Just don't know if we'll make that the last one for the year. Um, or not, just depending on how things go. But um, for our listeners, if now is the time, if you want to jump in with any questions or comments, um, I would say if if you heard something that, or if you have takeaways, prepare to come back and join us next Tuesday to share. Because don't just take them away, apply them. I'll say that. If you have takeaways or if you, you got some things that you're going to implement this week if you're going to, you know, study, put action to, let us know how your days changed. How 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 did you feel different? Did you feel different? Um, because again I notice every day when I'm when I don't start my day out in the word. Mm-hmm. I feel it I, I it's it's just a different time, just a different kind of day. So, Rodney, I don't know if you had anything to share, but I am ready to bring it to a close. It's been a long, long day um, for me, and I am just uh, still have more things that I have to work <laughs> on tonight. And I am not so, going to. I am not going to prolong the show. I just I wanted to call in, and uh, I heard you. Um, well, uh, when I called in, I heard you uh, bringing it to a close. So I will definitely go back to uh, go back and listen to the uh, archive show. But uh, yes, you uh, go ahead and end the show and and definitely uh, get you some rest and, and and take care of the things that you need to take care of. I will, and I'm going to end with um, I talked about Romans being one of my favorite 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 chapters and. So, so I'm going to, um, you guys, if you don't have or if you've never heard of, if you're looking for a, a really good Bible, I totally recommend the Spiritual Warfare Bible. 
It is amazing, just beyond words. Um, but I want to go to Chapter 1 just to validate. I was we went over the matrix that I came across that explains the spiritual warfare. It's a battle-tracking matrix that puts it, makes it all so clear. It has a side where it talks about um, our enemy working amidst the world versus our father working through his church, his people, and what, what that looks like based on character, mission, weapons, our weapons, our mission, um, Jesus' life in us, the Holy Spirit, all of that. There's so much more, which is why I want to come back and, and talk about this again. But Chapter 1 in Romans, and I'm going to, just for the sake of time and, and being able to get off, I am going to, and, and for your our, our butterfly regular butterfly evolution regulars, you've probably heard this and know exactly where I'm going with this. Because um, we eat this quite often, so let me start with. Um, hmm, let me, let me, I'm going to start with eighteen. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm going to start with Romans chapter one, verse eighteen. For the wrath of God is revealed from heavens against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing Mm -hmm. to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie. And worshipped and served the creature. And might I read that again? And worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26, for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged their natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also, the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased, 
and some Bibles say a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with the all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. So if that doesn't tell you, if you don't hear that and it equates to where we are today, what we see happening in this world today, if that doesn't tell you or shed some light of the rulers, where the rulers of this, this darkness is in this battle, then we've missed something here tonight. Go back and read Romans for yourself tonight. Maybe some of you on here have, like me, didn't get to read their word today. I'm not going to go to sleep without reading it. That's for sure. Um, so do the same. Make Romans your book or read some of the scriptures that we gave out earlier. But do something. Do something. So uh, with that being said, Rodney, if you don't have anything, I don't see anything in the um, so we are good to go If you don't have anything I am going to bring it to a close It has been a great night Great people Yes ma'am You go right ahead And uh, have a blessed week everybody And uh, uh, I will do my best To be on uh, And on time next uh, Tuesday <laughs> Alright uh, well, Everybody you have a great night And uh We will be on next Tuesday, so just share the show and be prepared to come back and tell us how it was different. Be blessed, everyone. Thank you for tuning in.
somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go Help me, please. But he winds up knocking me back down on my knees. Oh, there have been times that I thought I could last for long. But I know 